0: Welcome to the Color Resell podcast, episode number six, finding work-life balance in any season of life. Now, you might be thinking that's an ambitious title for a podcast episode, and my answer to you is, you're right, but I think it's worth talking about and exploring, especially now during this super unprecedented season of life. This pandemic is like nothing we've ever seen before, at least not in our lifetime. A lot of us are, being uh, pushed towards spending more time with our family or more time working, figuring out um, our what our new jobs even look like. So I think that this idea of balance is more important to talk about now than ever before. I have a lot of things to share, so let's just jump right on into it. Hustle mentality is alive and well amongst boss babes, but so is burnout. What if we shifted our habits, found clarity, honed in our passion, and approached our work-life balance holistically? I'm your host, Coco, entrepreneur, mama, spicy food lover, and owner of Color Resale. Check in every week as I share questions and actionable steps so that our life and business can thrive. Hello beautiful. I am so excited to talk with you today about work-life balance. It's something that I feel so passionate about. I was recently interviewed about this topic and so it's very fresh on my mind still and I think it's um, it makes me feel so happy that I was even asked to talk about this topic. What uh, they did not know, and maybe you don't either, but you will now, is that I am definitely someone who puts a lot of effort into this work-life balance idea because it does not come naturally to me. I am a person that puts all of my energy into whatever I am doing. I'm an all-in kind of lady, (laughs) Um, my best friend says I don't dip my toe in. I just jump in head first. I give it 110, all of my effort to everything I do. And that doesn't really yield a lot of balance and restraint and, um, I I definitely lose sight of balance a lot. So I work on it every day and I have for years now. I've read so many books, listened to so many interviews, tried so many methods, talked to so many people, mentors, uh, teachers, everything that you can imagine I've done because I'm in pursuit of this. And this has definitely been the most balanced season of life that I've been in, which is wild because I have a toddler who you may be hearing in the background because she's playing with my husband in the next room. So if you hear little giggles or whatever, that is her. Um, And I started a business. So this was definitely the most uh, tense season of life as far as my expectations for myself. I was approaching both motherhood and entrepreneurship um, completely Um, fresh. It was my first time for both and I had to learn a lot of lessons and one of them was work-life balance. So before having my baby I was a teacher and I looked at work-life balance as if it were a pie and on one side a pie cut in half and on one side was work and the other side was life and um, actually, no. For, uh, scratch the half part because I really always did value sleep. So it was actually uh, one area was work, the other was life, and then sleep. <laughs> we can't forget about sleep. Um, and so an ideal day, a day that I would feel like, oh, this the, the daily pie was cut perfectly today, is a day that had eight hours of work, eight hours of life and the rest was sleep and that was like oh just like angels singing chef's kiss perfect right um and then I had my baby oh (laughs) the sleep portion of the pie went out the window and so did the work and actually so did the life portion of it too. It all became about surviving. I went into a hardcore survival mode. I had a difficult pregnancy and an even more difficult birth. So I was just into like healing. I was in full-on healing mode. And so how I had previously identified work-life balance, which was work was things that made me money, which was very straightforward. Uh, for my teaching job, it was so a to B. It was, it made me a paycheck, so teaching was my job. And then life was pretty straightforward too. It was anything that gave me life, so made me feel more vibrant, excited. So it was hiking with friends was part of life, or eating a good meal was part of life, but also things that sustained my life. So I had taxes, paychecks, um, not paychecks, <laughs> um, uh bills oh my goodness a little brain brain um skip right there um bills taxes all those things didn't give me life but they sustained my life right they kept it going um and then the balance piece as i mentioned before was that eight hours, eight hours split with the rest being sleep. So I had this really clear definition of what it looked like and having a baby completely changed everything. Not only the split of the pie, not only questioning if it was a pie, but also just like, it felt like I was just like this dish where the pie used to be. Like It felt like the pie wasn't even there anymore. It was just the dish. So I had to rebuild everything back up from square one I had to really look at all my definitions, um, and I definitely would advise that if you're just starting off with this work life balance, that you really look to those definitions. I think that's a great first step because each and every one of us are so unique and so different, and have such different circumstances that. Um, our pie will not only be divided differently but like yours might be a cake or a pizza or whatever Um, so figuring out that definition is the first thing and secondly is looking at the different seasons of life right because it's it's not always gonna look the same which brought me to around the same time I read this book called I Know How She Does It. It's by Laura Vanderkamp and she interviewed success what she deemed to be successful women. So women who were making six-figure incomes married with kids and she asked them to write down to log their times in 30-minute increments for a whole week. So all 160 hours were beautifully, um, jotted down on these spreadsheets and the book, I would recommend reading it. I had issue with some of the sections and some of the ideas. Um, but the most beautiful portion, the most beautiful piece was that she included the time logs and it led me to one of my biggest aha moments, which was that the pie didn't have to represent a day it could represent a week, a month, a year. It doesn't have to be that, it doesn't have to be so restrained. It doesn't have to be this daily requirement. And what that looked like in these was there was a mom, for example, who would, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, would be working like, you know, from the moment her head left the pillow to the moment it touched down again and she wouldn't see her kids at all it'd be a business trip and you'd look at that section and just say oh my goodness this is there's there's absolutely no balance in this woman's life like this woman is obsessed with her job she's a workaholic she didn't even get to experience anything with her children yet you look at her thursday friday saturday sunday and she took them on a trip and she was with them and could check out from work completely. And that really invited me to look at my life more based on seasons and less based on just the day-to-day, which made me feel really free and uh, invited me to... play around and experiment, which is a total luxury um, for entrepreneurs, for anyone who's working for themselves, is, is this real luxury of when you get to do your work. And I started playing around with that. I also had an epiphany around the same time after reading the book, which was that my whole, this whole journey of being an entrepreneur, working for myself, stemmed from wanting to be at home with my baby, wanting to figure out an income. Um, because when I looked at my teaching income and the cost of childcare, they really even themselves out, I wasn't going to be making that much more money. And so I wanted to figure out, you know, even if I made less money than I did from my teaching job, um, I would be, you know, make, in the long run, making more money because I wouldn't be paying someone else to watch my baby and I would be happier, um, because I, I love spending time with my baby. So this would only help the work-life balance, um, even if it me- meant, um, less income, which, you know, ironically approaching it with, with that mindset yielded to, a. a a really thriving a really beautiful business and a beautiful situation with my baby and so what I did after I let go of that expectation of what the day pie would look like and the split was that I approached it again fresh this time just with the pie dish and I said okay well realistically I need sleep eight hours would be ideal but what what could I actually get? What, when can sleep happen? And so sleep really, sleep and my baby, of course, became the priorities. And then slowly I started seeing, okay, well, um, now that she's sleeping a little better at night, I have her nap time. And after she goes to sleep to work, okay, th- there's a couple hours I can start adding in the work and then um, slowly, slowly start the more... Uh, self-sufficient, the more independent she gets, the more I can kind of pull back those the life hours and push the work hours so that it, there's some semblance of a balance, right? Um, but that brings me to my next point, which is that every season is going to have a different mix. And ideally if you're doing it with this method, the work-life balance would be holistic. So you would be able to look at your whole life. And this season I'm in right now with a toddler with a in before a baby life was bigger than work for sure. But there'll be other seasons of life and have been other seasons of life. Like in my early twenties, I was working a ton. I was working multiple jobs and my life was um, a smaller portion of the pie. So even if I look at my life now, even if I capped it off and just looked at it from here until when I started working, I would see that there was balance, right? I think approaching it from that creates this movement and this freedom and this generosity that you can have for yourself you can show yourself some grace um, that I think is really important because the truth is is that whenever we approach shifting and moving the pieces um, what we're doing is we are changing habits and all that habitual behavior um, takes energy and consistently, Uh, consistency to change, right? If we want to work an extra hour in the morning, that might look like going to sleep an hour earlier at night, and that may take your body a little while to learn how to go to sleep an hour earlier. You might have to change your environment, you might have to get blackout curtains, or um, a different pillow, whatever it may be, there's gonna have to be changes that happen to allow um, this, this change to unfold. So look at your pie, look at the way that it's split up, definitely, I think that's really important. I would advise to track your hours, I found that really helpful, it took a lot of energy and was definitely not sustainable long run the way that I did it every half an hour documenting what you do really slows you down but I think it gives you a really clear snapshot of what's actually happening in the book Laura mentions that a lot of people say that they're working more hours than they actually are and uh, we have a very uh, poor way of reflecting on what actually happened we'll think oh I just worked all day or I'm so busy or I, you know, give my husband so much attention and yet you look at the list and you realize, ooh, he only got three hours of attention for a whole week or whatever it may be, right? Um, Maybe you'll have some really big, major epiphanies after locking your time and then you'll be able to reflect back to that pie, back to that division and make more informed Um, data-based, realistic decisions about your life and and the division. And you can also do it in steps, right? Like, I would love to go back to my 8-8 sleep split, right? That triangle, that trifecta seems so beautiful, yet uh, I know that that's not now. I I, I, do, I know deeply that that's not my life now. And that's okay, I know that it's gonna come eventually, right, uh, when, Ina, when my toddler Ina starts going to school, I'll have more time, um, it, it will all unfold. When it unfolds, it's okay to have this dream pie and then have your realistic pie. And I think that the time logs will really help with that step. The other element that I want to talk about, and this is a hard one to hear, and even a hard one to say, because it it was the hardest part for me, which is there is gonna have to be a release of some things in your life for your pie to work out. I love the analogy of the pie because there's that pie dish, right? You can't you can only pack so much into this dish, so much onto your plate, right? And If you're like me and you're a people pleaser and you're a yes woman, you will try to make that pie dish into a bucket, into a pool, into an ocean of just everything's welcome, everything, but that's not realistic. So, every time I want to do a new project, even um, this podcast, for example, um, when I was starting it up again, my husband said, Okay, well, are you going to be dropping something else? Are you going to be holding something else back? Are you going to, how are you going to introduce this to your pie? I thought that was such a beautiful way of looking at it because that's really what it is, right? Every time that you say yes to that three hour phone call, Uh, Every time that you're saying yes to the marathon of friends, every time you're saying yes to staying in bed with your lover all day, you're saying no to other things, right? There is no such thing as a yes woman. You you are saying no whether you recognize it or not, right? So for me, (laughs) it looked like letting go of some things that weren't bringing me life, weren't adding value to my life, weren't sustaining my life. Unfortunately, a lot of that was (laughs) media-based. There were some shows that I was watching that weren't really making, there were actually, there were um, crime shows, and they were stressing me out, they were affecting my sleep. And I just got to the point where I said, you know, it's more important, my sleep is more important, my work's more important, um, there's other things that it's valuable. I've obviously found it entertaining. And I, you know, I love a good crime show. Um, but it's just not part of my pie during this season. It could be later. But just during this season right now, it's not I'm way more drawn to educational documentaries or uh, funny sitcoms that just make my tummy just like hurt from laughing. Uh, I'm into podcasts that inspire me. Um, that stuff fills me up more. That's stuff really is what's giving me life. Um, And then also I had to look at work. One of the big pieces of my work right now is Instagram. It's how I promote what I'm doing. It's how I keep people informed. Um, It's the center. And while it's not making me money, I don't do brand partnerships or anything like that as of um, this recording. (laughs) I don't know. I can't say speak to the future. But as of right now, I have not monetized my Instagram in any kind of way Um, yet. It drives all of my income sources. So I had to change the definition of work and life and balance during this season. And that's if there's one takeaway, actually, that's not true. If there's two takeaways that I hope that you get from this whole thing, is that one is reevaluating what the terms mean. Uh, reevaluating your life, which is by tracking your time, doing all the exercises that we spoke about, and then um, making your decisions based on that reflection instead of assumptions of who you used to be, what your seasons used to look like. I hope that's your first takeaway, your and then the second takeaway, the main takeaway is to show yourself some grace and some patience because all of this change, all of these changing of habitual patterns, Whew, that takes energy. That takes effort. I look to my toddler, Ina, who's one of my biggest teachers these days, and um, I see how much grace and patience and understanding I share with her. And I'm really, I'm feeling called to do that for myself and my peers and my husband and my family and extending that grace to them as well. Um, What a more beautiful world it would be. What a more beautiful experience it would be Um, and how much, how how. How, how do I say this? How, how better the change would be, how mo- how effective the change could be if we took away that unnecessary layer of pressure and angst and expectations and just let the, the habits change. I would love to hear about your life, what you're thinking about this new reality that we're all living in, the pandemic, everything like that. If you want to chit chat with me, I'm over on Instagram at color resale, but also love it, like love, love, love it, love it. If you would leave me a review And so I could know more about who's listening in, the parts that you like, um, the parts that you're really resonating with, the parts that add value. So I know how to steer this ship in in a a beautiful direction. Um, And also, if you want to take a picture and post it to your stories and tag me in it that would just remind me that there are real people listening to this getting value from this and that's really my hope and wish and dream with this podcast is to add as much light and value into the world as possible i am wishing you and your loved ones all the happiness and health and wellness in the world. I hope that you guys are okay. I know that this is a, a trying time right now. Um, but I'm definitely sending you light and love. Thank you so much for spending your valuable time with me. It's such an honor. And I hope you have a beautiful day. Mwah.